Welcome back, everybody, to my journey through the Mega Man series. If you are new to this episode, I've been going through this year of 2023 through the original Mega Man series. Not just Mega Man 1, not just Mega Man 2, all the way to Mega Man 11. And I've already gone through games 1 through 7. And now, I'm continuing my journey through the Mega Man franchise. A franchise that I've loved ever since I was a child, and finally, I am completing each and every one. And as I've gone through these episodes, I've talked about what I've enjoyed, what I've liked, what I've disliked, and how I feel about finally playing through one of Capcom's major franchises. So join me as I review Mega Man's 9 and 10. So let's start off with Mega Man 9. Ever since the release of Mega Man 8, there hadn't been a Mega Man game for maybe almost 10 years. I want to say the last Mega Man game came out. Actually, let's look that up. Cause In Japan, on December 17th, 1996, they didn't come to North America until March 22nd of 1997, uh, both for the PlayStation and the Sega Saturn, both in Japan in January 17th of 1997 and March 25th of 1997. So there was two different versions of Mega Man 8 and those were basically the last traditional Mega Man games to come out. Now there wasn't anything where there wasn't any Mega Man games but we're talking more about traditional because they still came out with the Mega Man X games with at that time that I've heard were a bit more favored and more of a better seller than the um, original Mega Man games around that time so I think Capcom kind of put it on hiatus and then I think Battle Network came out around Game Boy Advance so in the early 2000s so we didn't really have a traditional Mega Man game and when we finally got a new Mega Man game it came out in 2008 so yeah it's about 10 years since we actually had a full decade of not having a traditional Mega Man game but this wasn't it was a new Mega Man game but they went back to the original traditional 8-bit style of the NES classic games and I remember when they announced it they announced it for the Wii download the what was the Wii channel it was the Wii channel but I forget what they called it a WiiWare yeah I think it was called WiiWare games and I remember like everyone got excited there were some people I feel like that were like what it doesn't even it looks like the old ones and i think i think i want to say the majority i'm not 100 sure but for me the look of the traditional style was enticing i don't know i want to say there was less people who were upset about it i think more people were excited about that look for mega man kind of like it's been a long time and what people loved and really cherished as time went on was the look of the 8-bit nes titles now me going through these games i'll be honest i you know there were six total nes mega man games and then we had seven which was a super nintendo and then we had eight which came out on the playstation and sega saturn and those you know it was it was cool to like i finally wanted something different a different look 
So I was nervous knowing, I already knew, of course, that Mega Man 9 was going back to the traditional look. Not that I wasn't excited, but I think playing six in a row this year, I didn't want to go back to that style. I was kind of dreading it. So I was like, oh man, I really don't want to go back to this since we had through six. And again, not, not during the time when this came out because everyone was excited. I was excited when that happened. And for damn sure, I purchased and downloaded Mega Man 9 on my Nintendo Wii. But for right now, we're talking in 2023, not 2008. I, I was just like, fuck, man. I don't, I'm not looking forward to it. But I kind of dug it. I, it was fun to go back. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought I was going to have the opposite reaction. But it was actually really fun. And it was cool to go back into the art style. But you know what I noticed was... There's limitations that the original NES system had. Sprites, the way movement happens, color palette, and so on and so forth. But with Mega Man 9 being on a, a much, of course, improved console, but they're trying to stay traditional. They didn't go overboard too much, but there were things that I did notice. Maybe not color palette-wise. I, I want to say they might have stuck with uh, traditionally how they use color in NES, but they might have had a little bit more. I don't want to say not. I'm pretty sure they took advantage of that. But what I really noticed was animation. Animation in the enemies were really more fluid, more energetic. And this was before Shovel Knight. I had a, I had a, like it was a weird feeling of the Shovel Knight game, which I know Shovel Knight, if I'm correct, came around 2010, 2012. I know it was a Kickstarter, so it might have been before that. But anyway, it. it was just the way the animations was and it made, it made me think of Shovel Knight which Shovel Knight is you know inspired by Mega Man inspired by games like DuckTales for the NES so I had inspiration a lot from those games back in the 8-bit days but I did notice much more animation in the enemies which really um, helped made me go oh okay cool that's that's actually pretty neat uh, I could see the difference and I think that has to do with playing six total fucking NES games in a row throughout this year. So a little bit on the plot, like in previous entries in the series is the fictional events of Mega Man 9 take place during the 21st century. Dr. Light, the creator of the world's greatest android hero Mega Man, is blamed when several old and outdated models of robot masters he created suddenly go on a destructive rampage. Mega Man's nemesis Dr. Waiwi has no apparent connection to it. After showing news video of Light declaring planetary domination and Wily refusing to follow him. Wily announces that he needs monetary donations to complete the robots he built to combat those of Dr. Light. Mega Man vows to fight to prove his creator's innocence and expose Wily's true intentions. So that's a bit of the beginning plot of Mega Man 9. Now, one thing I did notice, Mega Man's known for fantastic music. Great music and as the series have has gone on, especially through Mega Man's 1, 2, and 3, 2 being like critically acclaimed for the music, 3, in my opinion, way better than anything in the series. I'm sorry if you don't agree with that, but... And everything else coming forward to that never really, for me, hit the heights as much as 3 or 2. Then you get different sounds in the Super Nintendo, then you have the CD quality of Mega Man 8, but with time and distance, how I felt listening to the soundtrack of Mega Man 9, you can, for me personally, you get a feeling that the developers and the creators, and I believe it's uh, Inti Creates, 
Yeah, Indy Creates was developers of Mega Man 9. There's a history already, right? Dur during, I want to say in the early NES, Super Nintendo, and even PlayStation Saturn days, it's known like, yeah, Mega Man has great music. But I think as time passes, as those 10 years of no Mega Man since Mega Man 8, that's when the, le like, I, I feel like the legend grows. You get what I'm saying? Like the, the, man, those classic tracks. And not that it didn't have that in the beginning, but I think that type of stuff has to kind of get more embedded to where it becomes legendary. So to me, listening to, to this, them going back to the traditional 8-bit, but also going, we really have to hit the soundtrack out of the park because we're competing with, you know, the classics. Because it's now been such a long time, they are classics. Instead of like, oh, the last couple of games. Now it's classic because we have a good, like, almost 20 years, I want to say, when Mega Man... Almost, it's almost 20 years because I think the first Mega Man was 89. So they're almost at 20, I think, you know. But it's already legendary. So that's what really stood out to me was the sounds and music of Mega Man 9. Now, of course, I think I'm biased. There's not a lot of stuff that stands out that I could point to. But I did notice like, oh, wow, now this is a group of people knowing how important the music is because of what came before. Uh, gameplay wise, you have the tight controls as usual, all the all the great controls, level layout. I think because how important the classic games were, they had to kind of meet those expectations. And I think they did a really good job with Mega Man 9. But I did notice one thing where you get these improvements starting with like Mega Man 3 where you can slide and Mega Man can slide. And in Mega Man 4, you have the charge. You can charge your buster. That's not here. In Mega Man 9 they're completely gone we're literally going back to traditional Mega Man 1 and 2 there's no charge uh, the, your buster cannon there's no sliding none of that stuff so it was weird to kind of adjust to it because of how the levels were laid out and how the fights were you didn't really miss it I didn't find moments personally for myself where I kind of thought Damn, I'm missing this. Damn, this is harder. Damn, if I had the buster cannon or slide, I'd be able to get through this level this easier. I didn't miss it personally. You know, it wasn't it wasn't an exclusion that made the game lesser. They made the game around what you can do, not what you couldn't do. So it was a weird change, but it wasn't a horrible change. I don't know why they chose that, but... I think it's not having to focus too much because if, if you, I don't know, if I had to guess, I, don't, I really don't know why they chose not to do that. Maybe it's, it's having game layouts, stuff like that. You have to keep in mind of what the abilities you have with the character like Mega Man and build around that option or, or that ability. But, you know, it, it just didn't really come into because i think having less is more so they were able to focus more on better level design G gameplay wise like i was playing this um i still have my original i don't have my original wii but i did port uh you can tr you're able to transfer like everything like mega man 9 so i did that but i didn't play on that original one i have the mega man anniversary collection so i played it um but it felt good it felt tight i didn't feel any lag i, I felt like uh, what inti creates did they did a great job i cannot complain really 
So with that, we have the eight robot masters, which are Concrete Man, Tornado Man, Splash Woman, Plug Man, Jewel Man, Hornet Man, Magma Man, and Galaxy Man. And yes, you heard that right. We have our first master robot female, Splash Woman. And that's what what I liked about this too, and I think that's why I had, I don't know man, I had that fucking Shovel Knight feel, even though Shovel Knight, I want to say, was still in development and had the Kickstarter. Uh, I liked the robot designs in this, especially Splash Woman and, and combating the, the robot masters and, and all, everybody. It just, again, from level design, music, gameplay, and the robot masters, because time had passed and Mega Man became this legendary thing, you have these developers saying we have to meet or exceed what they did before and take advantage of what we can do now because I think that's what happens for time and and, and I think they, again I think they succeeded because everything about it was like they're taking advantage of design of what they can do and it, it was fun I actually had a really good time fighting these robot masters compared to other times fighting other robot masters in previous Mega Man games so later on in the story light is soon arrested during the victory over the fourth robot master a piece of scrap metal is left behind revealing that the robot was shortly due for recycling Mega Man eventually picks up the last Robot Master's memory chip, which is analyzed to reveal Dr. Waiwi vowing to help the robots survive this expiration date and ultimately reprogramming them. However, before the information can become public, Wily swoops in using his flying saucer and steals the chip. Mega Man breaks into Wily's robot city, which is guarded by powerful robots. Mega Man fights and defeats Wily, who initially begs for forgiveness, at which point Mega Man scolds Wily by reminding him of all his failings. However, Mega Man's ally, Proto Man, comes in and warns the hero that it is a trap, stating that seemingly ill scientist is an imposter previously used by Wily to make an initial news video. Mega Man then takes his chances with Light and the imposter shocks him. Wily escapes while he is disabled. When the fortress comes down on him, Proto Man returns quickly to save him. In the end, Dr. Light is freed and the status quo is restored. The eight robot masters are built and given new functions, working alongside Light and other robots. Yeah, but the traditional ending, fighting Dr. Wily, fighting the, the it was like a dinosaur skull monster at the end, his different forms, and then defeating Dr. Wily. Simple stuff, simple, fun things. It's uh, your basic Mega Man. You were still able to, to purchase items, get things, and again, I have such a bad habit of buying anything. I don't know why I do that to myself. I don't know why I fucking do, do these things to make it harder, but it wasn't too hard. Really, when it came down to it, like Mega Man 9, with what they did, looking back on the history, kind of the love of the series itself and how, how, how Mega Man is, it was cool to see that like going through all these games Mega Man 9 really showed like this was made by people who were fans right like people who really loved Mega Man and saw what worked before and what they could do now they weren't doing anything crazy they weren't doing you know uh things that pushed the envelope too much I think what really I liked and what took advantage of it was just the extra animations and the, and the characters I just I just liked that that really stood out for me so it was fun like my fear my anxiety of oh, I don't want to go back to this art style um, the 8-bit uh, I'm probably gonna be bored I was a hundred percent wrong this was so much fucking fun Mega Man 9 
was so cool. When it came out, I only played a bit. I never finished it, but playing it now and finishing it, it, it is such a fucking cool thing that they ended up doing. I don't think it was a, a horrible idea to just go back to this style. <laughs> I just had a blast, man, and, and it was cool. It was cool to just see it. It was cool to just see people just having fun with making Mega Man. You can you could see it and feel it through the game, you know, the gameplay and, and, and all that stuff. So, yeah, man, I had a, a great time, and it Mega Man 9 was so much fun. Had a blast. Now, it's on... To Mega Man 10. So with the success of Mega Man 9, they made a sequel, or the 10th Mega Man, following the traditional 8-bit style. But because of the popularity, because of how how well 9 was and how well 9 was received, not only did it come out for WiiWare, it came out for the PlayStation Network and Xbox Live Arcade during March of 2010. Mega Man 10 takes place during the 21st century 20XX and continues the adventures of the android hero Mega Man. An illness known as Roboenza suddenly begins infecting robots all over the world, causing them to malfunction and hamper human life. Mega Man's sister, Roll, becomes one of the disease's victims. A month following the outbreak, many of the infected robots go berserk and attempt to take over the world. The villain, Dr. Waiwi, comes to Mega Man and Dr. Light, claiming that he was building a machine making medicine to cure the disease before one of the infected robots stole it. Mega Man decides to help retrieve the machine and soon runs into his brother, Proto Man, who quickly joins him. Meanwhile, Mega Man rivals Bass sets out on his own challenge. These new robots, Mega Man halfway finishes his journey when Dr. Waiwi completes a prototype antidote, which is given to Roll. So that is the beginning story, the beginning part of this new Mega Man 10. Again, he being with that traditional 8-bit style music. Look, Mega Man 10, just right off the bat, more, more of the great stuff. I think nine makes a good first impression because it's it was so long. But since this is more of the same, I, I don't want to make it sound like it's shit or anything. But uh, you're just kind of like, oh yeah, it's, it's it's what I expected. Not 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 bad, not good. It's just it's what what I expected. I am a hundred percent sure there's no there. It wasn't in nine because I never saw it. But in Mega Man Ten, you can play as Proto Man or bass or bass however you want to call them and proto man could slide i tried it out for a little bit uh bass can he's kind of like has shmup controls like shoot him up controls where he could shoot in any direction above diagonal what whatever it's kind of weird and he can kind of stand still so you can just shoot anywhere where just mega man kind of shoots forward so that was pretty neat and i think proto man had like a shield and the charge and the slide so it gives you like different ways of playing the game which i thought was really cool still a lot of great music again no sliding no charge for no no charging your buster for mega man still great music but yeah levels weren't as hard as nine but still difficult, but I did feel more of the challenge in 9. And, but you know what? Talking about this, because I kind of didn't want to talk about it in 9, was oh, I remember back then, when this when 9 and 10 came out, people always say, man, these are so hard. They're like too hard. They're like really hard. 
from like I think so many people kind of complained about nine being hard to where 10 was they made it easier so like you can do easy mode and it would just kind of put little bridges over the spikes so you wouldn't fall on the spikes I never played that but I wonder if that was a reaction to people going oh my god it's too hot again you're talking to me who was using fucking save states and things like that. But coming from playing the previous Mega Man games, there are other ones I feel that are harder. So maybe it was just the time, right? It was the time where people weren't playing this style of, of game as much. And, and I want to say like Demon Souls had just barely came out. I want to say Demon Souls was 2008, maybe 2010. I don't know. I could be wrong. Demon Souls, Dark Souls players were probably like so pissed off that I'm just even saying the wrong time. Actually, I double-checked. Proto Man is in Mega Man 9. I never tried him. But I think, I think I don't know if that's an unlock. I gotta see. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, that's why they don't have it. But he's in 9. Okay, so Proto Man is in 9. So, I was wrong. Just had to look back at my, my, my uh, notes. Robot Masters. You got Sheep Man, Commando Man, Blade Man, Strike Man, Solar Man, Chill Man, Nitro Man, and Pump Man. I'm pretty bummed. Look, I, they're great. Again, the designs, fucking great. That's what I'm talking about, man. Like, they really knew the importance of, like, this is what people loved from the past games. So they really took the time to make these, like, Robot Masters looks fucking cool and great designs and take advantage of the hardware. Again, I just can't stop praising that because it's just so cool that I love the designs. But I have to say I'm, I'm a bit, I'm a bit mad. I'm a bit upset. Because Commando Man didn't have his chonies. His tontarons. He should have had chonies, man. <sighs> Bummer. You know, I guess they did. if I was on the team, I could have been like, yo, this, this robot's going to have chonies. It's going to shoot out chonies. I don't know. Right? Blade Man, though, I think that the, the Shovel Knight comparison, Blade Man's level really feels like that. That level. If you want to really feel that Shovel Knight. And again, I don't think Shovel Knight out yet i think it was just like in the kickstarter phase but that level made me really think of shovel knight after the eight robot masters are defeated Mega Man himself appears to have contracted Roboenza. The situation worsens once Dr. Wybie appears on television and reveals that he created the virus and only developed a cure so he could bribe all the infected robots into coming to work for him. Just as Roll gets out of bed, she gives Mega Man her medicine, saying she had been saving it in case a really sick robot was brought in. However, she says that swallowing it will still render her unable to fight Wily because Dr. Light created and programmed her with no built-in variable weapon system. So Mega Man reluctantly takes Roll's dose so he, he can go defeat Dr. Wily and bring back enough medicine for everyone else. During the wait on Riley's fortress, Proto Man comes down with Roboenza as well, only to be saved by Mega Man who acquires an extra sample of the cure. A similar incident happens to base the difference being is that his robotic wolf, Treble, provides him with the cure. After chasing Wily out of the new fortress into the base in outer space, the heroes defeat him once again, only to discover Wily has become dangerously sick himself, possibly meaning the virus has mutated to infect humans. He's taken to the hospital where he escapes a few days later, perhaps out of the debate to having his life saved. Wily leaves behind enough of the cure to restore the infected robots. So that 
is Mega Man 10 in a nutshell. Um, they, you know, there was some cool stuff. They kind of changed up some things in the end. They made some stuff pretty unique in going through Wily's Castle because you had kind of mini bosses throughout Wily's Castle to kind of combat and kind of like a puzzle throughout the levels. I remember there was like kind of like a light, like you had to charge it up, but the more you charged it, you'd have to dodge the sparks as you were running on the running belt. I liked things like that that kind of utilized using um, the world around you and the mechanics of, of not just what a weapon you have, but like what that level provides you. Again, final confrontation is with Dr. Wily in space. That's pretty neat. I, I mean, I think it, there's different things that throughout the Mega Man games where you kind of certain games, they tried something different instead of doing the traditional Mega Man stuff. There was still traditional stuff like fighting the eight robot masters again with all the abilities that you have. Same basic stuff, but this time like they, they dabble in a few extra nuggets in there, which is pretty neat. But yeah, as, as I went on through the series, especially with 10, uh, I noticed using more of uh, of the Robot Master's abilities that you acquire throughout the levels and the stages. But yeah, overall, like I said earlier, Mega Man 10, still great, still really fun. Uh, I'm pleased with how they, they made it. I was pleased that they made it. It was cool to kind of go back this way, even though, even though I, I was dreading it, I still, I think ma 9 made a better impression. And 10 was still more of the same, which is a good thing. From 9 to 10, kind of going back to the classic style, I think a 9 is better. <laughs> you know, just by a bit, by a bit. 10 is still great. I think as a whole, all together, they're just fun, classic, great ways to play Mega Man. And then being able to be either Proto Man and Bass and kind of change up how you go through the levels too and how you play the game. That was a uh, just icing on the cake. So yeah, man, Mega Man 9, Mega Man 10, I can't stress this enough. What really makes those really stand out, really unique is time. And what I mean by time is the time that we were away from Mega Man for a whole decade, Mega Man being built up to be the classic that it is and it deserves to be just them having to live up to that expectations of being just as great as those and do they do they achieve it yes and no they achieve it by making great games but there's no way you're going to be as great as Mega Man 2 and 3 but they tried but I think they tried to still just make a great Mega Man game and that's where they succeeded making two fantastic great Mega Man games that are just fun to play and that's all you can really ask for the consensus during that time I think people were excited but maybe people doubted it too and if you doubted them I think these show that you can do it you can go back to that traditional style and and it'll work and it did work Mega Man 9 and 10 were fantastic Mega Man games that I had a blast playing through, even though I wasn't looking forward to it. And it did what I thought was impossible, making me just enjoy it. I just didn't have faith. And this is what Indie Creates did with Mega Man 9 and 10 was give me faith that, yeah, it still works and you can still have fantastic games. 
even around 2008, 2010, that still work. That was my journey through Mega Man 9 and 10. We have one more to go, everybody. Mega Man 11. How's that gonna be? You're gonna have to find out when I dive into Mega Man 11, the final Mega Man game through my journey of all the traditional Mega Man games. Thanks everyone for checking out this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Enjoy me next time as we review the final Mega Man game. Until next time, everybody, later. Oh.